Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome, everybody. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're so glad you can join us, but before we get into the word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you're a good father to us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that your love and kindness is unending, Lord. And Lord, we also Mm -hmm. just thank you that you have given us the capacity to love those around us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for giving us the opportunity to show others that we care, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the people who speak into our lives, Lord, and who pour into us, Lord. And we just thank you for them, Lord, and we ask that you continue to bless them, Lord. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In your mighty name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. Excited to have you with us as we continue discussing our Lord and Savior, Jesus, Mm -hmm. the Christ, the Messiah, and his death, burial, and resurrection. Um, like I said in the previous podcast, a slight segue, if you will, out of the Lord's house, but not really because this is the, the culmination. You said he would destroy his temple, this temple, meaning his body and raise it up in three days. So with the upcoming Passover and resurrection Sunday or Easter, this is how the Lord is leading us to, to study. So we we're going to continue with this. Now, for those that are just joining us, we are going over, or beginning, I should say, in John 12. And we got through the, I'll say, the initial um, the plot to kill Jesus and Lazarus, but then also the triumphant entry. Mm-hmm. Right? Now there was yes. um it's an interesting thing here, right? Is it began six days before um the Passover, right? The, and this is where the anointing of Bethany happens. But then it says the next day a great multitude had come to the feast, right? And this is when he enters into Jerusalem. And, and that's in, in uh, John chapter 12, verse 12. Then we have been talking about numbers. So when Jesus arrives in Jerusalem, it is five days before Passover. So he came and demonstrated grace. Does everybody get that? Yes. Five typically represents grace. Oh, okay. You're representing the number five with the five the petals um, of the almond blossom that were around the lampstand and and segments as the Lord gave instruction. Absolutely. Okay. So he came in grace to demonstrate his grace. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And and then not to, uh, we're not going to read this section, but that's why when you, in John 12, From verses 23 through, I'll say 36, Jesus is instructing 
those that are, that are listening, right, his disciples and, and those that are there, about what is about to happen, right? Predicting his death, burial, and resurrection, mm-hmm. right? Talking in verse 24 about how a grain of wheat has to fall to the ground and it dies. And if it dies, it produces much grain, right? So if it dies, life comes from it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the comparisons, right? He who loves his life will lose it, but he who loses or hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Right, telling them to follow him. And then in verse 27 about how it, it's time for him to be glorified and, and his soul is troubled because now it's down to crunch time. This is the purpose for why he came, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, to be glorified. And and the father confirms that, saying, hey, and he's been talking to them this whole time about, and, and he j- had just given them yet another example about how he was to die be buried and resurrected. But again, there was misunderstanding that happened, right? Yes. Yes. Which is why then he gets to, um, I'll say, we're going we're gonna to pick it back up. Let's pick it up in verse 35 of chapter 12 and read through verse 50. 35 through 50? Yes, through the end of the chapter, please. Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed, and was hidden from them. But although he had done so... But although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him, that the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of God been revealed, arm of the Lord been revealed? Mm -hmm. Therefore they could not believe, because Isaiah said again, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts in turn, so that I should heal them. These things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him, for I do not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which he judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, I just want to point out a couple things, right? One, there's still time, right, before Passover for what's happening. We, we just pointed out how Jesus was having dinner Six days before with Lazarus and 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 others, right? 
six days before the Passover. On the fifth day, the next day, right, he enters Jerusalem. Does everybody understand that? Yes. yes. And he's still, there's still, well, four to five days with which he is still going around and teaching and preaching and instructing his followers and anyone that will listen, right? We just yes. read about how the whole world had gone after him in the previous podcast. And there's still signs and wonders being performed. Yes. Um, there's one thing we did not cover, though. Um, and that is, forgive me for that. We, when we started chapter 12, there's the anointing at Bethany, right? Yes. Yes. The anointing at Bethany. It's interesting because um, if you look at Luke chapter 22, beginning in verse 7. And um, in Matthew 26, no, no, it's not Matthew 26, excuse me. Oh, yeah, in Matthew 26, starting in verse 6 through 13, is when he is anointed. It doesn't delineate that it was the sixth day or only john's gospel does that right mm -hmm. but it is the same event and you're talking about when mary brought the oil the jar yes that the alabaster oil. jar of, of okay. oil yes and anointed christ for his burial and he had made that very plain there right yes, yes. so just even before he got into this point that we just read stating look uh, this is what is about to happen. I'm about to die, be buried, and resurrected, right? He made it very yes. plain there how she, Mary, had anointed him for his burial. You can't be buried unless you're dead, right? Typically. Yes. yes. If you are, death is imminent. Yes? Yes. yes. Okay. So, either way, a death was going to occur. But Jesus made a plain here about he was to be resurrected, confirmed by the Father, right? Yes. But he's still teaching them, still teaching them during this time. Mm. And, and I will say this, right? And this is why this is so important. Because, you know, we're at an interesting time in the world and in, I'll say, Scripture, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And in that, there's a lot happening. But the Lord is doing a lot of speaking and a lot of instructing because he needs his church, his body, the bride of Christ, to get, and I'll say to understand the things that we need so we can be prepared. Mm. Make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right? This matters to us today. Amen. This isn't just a, a nice warm and fuzzy story. A historical event. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that happened. <clears throat> this matters for us today. We have have to must get this. So we can be strengthened mm -hmm. in our inner man. So we can mature and grow up into the 
the fullness of the measure of the stature of the man, which is Christ. Amen. Conform to his image. Right? Yes. Yes. It matters. We are his body. Amen. We're called to do the things that he did and even greater things. That's what he, de that's what he declared. Hmm. He's faithful to uphold his very word. As you see, we're going over all the words that he spoke. It matters to us today and for not just our lives, but for our families and our communities and literally for the entire world. Approximately 8 billion people mm -hmm. that none would lack anything that they need. Amen. So with that being said, <laughs> this time I want to open it up for everyone to share what the Holy Spirit's ministering and to ask any questions that you have. Well, I just want to comment on what you said and specifically to the word of preparation mm -hmm. so yes. that um, our listeners are prepared. Amen. There's a component of preparation that um, does have a finality to it. Mm. And there are things that we're supposed to, as the Holy Spirit reveals, accept, adopt, and uh, conform to them in our lives, Amen. Mm -hmm. um, and they and they can be specific to us. Amen. But there's a component of preparation that's an unending. Yes, as we're working out our salvation, as we're continuing to be sanctified and renewed and regenerated and growing in Christ and becoming more Christ-like, and so I just wanted to caution the listeners not to hear the word preparation and have a mindset that you have not received it yet mm. you have received what you are supposed to receive mm -hmm. if you accept it and apply it Amen. but there is a component of there's always a receiving of impartation and growing and developing within the holy spirit amen we have not arrived yet amen we have not arrived but don't push it off for another day <laughs> well, is that more to don't become discouraged because you don't think you haven't received something. Hmm. Did I say that right? It makes sense, yes. Don't, so, don't be discouraged because you think you have not yet received something. Right, because from the Lord maybe there. God has revealed something to you and you see a level of fullness to it and you see it as yet being achieved and let the enemy steal that from you and discourage you in that because it hasn't been attained as of yet. So your natural eyes don't yet see it, but what it's, it's already finished, yes. according to the Lord. It's finished in the Spirit, which is the real place, but your eyes are still waiting for the manifestation. Right, so allow your preparation to come into its fullness, mm -hmm. but also act upon the things that you already know that you are to act upon Amen. that have already been received and are already full. Amen. Amen. Shore them up or strengthen them up. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Continue in faith, hope, and expectation. Mm -hmm. Confident towards the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I have a quick question. Were you allowed to cover the whole chapter? Yes, but we read the chapter. I don't think you need to reread the whole chapter. Oh, if you want to comment freely, go ahead. Yes, please. Yes. Okay, the first one was verse, verse 3 where it says, wait, sorry, back up. Verse 28, where it says, Then a voice came from heaven, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. 
Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said that, said that it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the rule of this world will be cast out. And mm-hmm. I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. And so the Lord is talking to me about how Jesus, with the, I originally didn't understand, I originally thought he was, that a whole bunch of people could get saved after Jesus died. But Jesus was talking about that when he went on the cross, that was the remission of sins. Mm-hmm. And so the people who had done previous actions would be forgiven. Okay. Well, that's part of it. Because... Let's look at the serpent, the bronze serpent in the wilderness, right? With Moses and and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the same way. You had to be, the serpent was lifted up, right? Yes. And anyone who looked upon it was healed because they were being bitten by poisonous serpents, right? Yes. Getting sick, not, I mean, it, was, it was painful, right? Yes. yes. Well, it did not... Did Christ not take everything upon him? All the sin, all the hurt, all the pain. Mm-hmm. And there's healing in his will. There's deliverance. Right? He took our sickness. He took our pain. He took our suffering. He took all those things upon him. But he was lifted up on the cross. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So again, thank you for bringing that up because it points to Again, all these prophetic words that were spoken, but people missed it. Just like in this part you just read, some people heard the voice. Some people just heard thunder. He said, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Another's they will not follow. So are we as believers, as Christians, in tune and attentive to how the Lord is leading and speaking to us. Not just what's written in his word. right? That, because if I just write down instructions, is that really a relationship? No. No. But in a relationship, there is dialogue. It's back and forth, right? Yes. You can ask questions. I'll answer them and vice versa. Right? I'm going to ask questions of you. We're going to have yes. discussion and dialogue, yes? Yes. Smirking over there, sir. Yes. The the favorite why question, right? But that's all part of a relationship, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So it's not just the instructions I write down, but it's also the day to day. We're going to have conversation, and that's what he's saying here. My sheep know my voice. They're in tune to what I'm saying and what I'm doing, which he also gives. And again, we talk, pointed out how he's teaching, right? Yes. Yes. Doesn't he say that in um, verse, well, 49, right? 48 and 49. He says specifically, I've not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. Right? Yes. Is that exactly what we've taught? He's showing them how to operate, how to be his disciple, letting everything pass by before him. 
learning his thoughts and his ways, just like he demonstrated out in his life as our pattern example in his relationship with his heavenly father and our heavenly father, right? Yes. It's only said what the father said to say, only did what the father said to do, which is how we walk in the light, right? Yes. Yes. Anyone else have anything they want to share? No. I wasn't completely finished. Oh, oh had... apologize, sir. I'm sorry. Please continue. Dad, it's okay. But I, then the Lord's talking to me about um, verse 39. Okay. And 39 and four, 40 and 41. Where it says... I misspoke. 38, sorry. That the word that the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled what she spoke. Lord, who has believed that report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they shot could therefore they could not believe, because Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes lest they shouldn't understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. Mm. What was the Lord showing or revealing to you, sir? <clears throat> and so the Lord's talking to me about how, again, when you're talking about the thunder, only, people, only the people that wanted to hear from the Lord heard the voice of the angel because they're ready and opened their ears. But mm. the people who said... I'm not going to hear from you, Lord. All they heard was thunder. And how that's why Isaiah was talking about only the people who wanted to hear from the Lord would he- would hear and be healed. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey. Yes, Mama. Can you do me a, a huge favor? Sure. And r- read Isaiah 53, which is where that passage of Scripture, and the, the entire chapter, please. Oh, I think Dean's got oh, Isaiah Oh, you got 53. it. Apologize. There, brother. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of moving parts here, and I'm just trying to flow. And, uh, you know, let the Holy Spirit lead, and I couldn't remember who I'd brought that scripture up to. So thank you for keeping me in check. I appreciate yes, what that. many of you don't know, and we always invite you to attend and participate with us, is there's stuff going on in the background that you don't know about. And so uh, John had um, quite a bit of download uh, last night, or a couple nights back, I guess it was. Late last the, night, yes. yes. That, uh, in the direction that we would be moving to the next several lessons. And uh, this morning came in um, vigorously assigning us all reading to do as we went through this message. So, Well, that the Lord was walking out this this morning. It wasn't a, this was not a planned, studied out thing. This is just as the Holy Spirit's leading. And mm. uh, so... <laughs> and that's and that's always the goal. And I admire you both, uh, John and Kamisha, both for just trying to remain faithful in the moment to what the Holy Spirit is doing, and um, saying what He's saying, and you know, obeying what He's teaching you. And uh, uh, John mentioned uh, in our last podcast, we have a new uh, email now. If you want to mm-hmm. reach out to us, ministry at a day of dot org. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to join us. There's mm-hmm. lots of opportunities to join us here live. Uh, when we're doing these uh, lessons and also uh, times for um, having the Lord's Supper. We have um, 
something special kind of coming up on Easter Sunday. If you'd like to participate with us in that, just use the email, uh, a day of prayer. I mean, a ministry at a day of prayer.org. Mm-hmm. You can always visit the website at a day of prayer.org. And if, uh, if the Lord is um, put on your heart to give or support in any way, whether financially through prayer, uh, and through participation, we'd love for you to uh, join us in that. You can find all the information you need at the website at a day of prayer.org. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. So now if you would be so kind, I will step back and could you read Isaiah 53 in its entirety, please? Yes, and I decided to go with the uh, the NLT, the New Living Translation, for this. So, uh, okay. <clears throat> so it might be a little different from some of the ones that you have there. So, um, It's all right. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised, and we did not care. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for our own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and a sheep is silent before its shears. He did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong, and he had deceived, and he had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plans to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it all possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So I, sh- I will ask you to read that because it makes the connection here to where we began in this section today, right? Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Again, another prophetic word spoken about Jesus, the Christ the Messiah. But the even the disciples didn't understand until later. Right? Yes. So, I say that because we should understand. The Holy Spirit has been speaking to many for a long time. We need to come and get this revelation. It, and it also confirms exactly what Christ had been teaching them. Hey, these things are about to happen, right? He's about yes. to die, be buried, and resurrected so that we can have eternal life, salvation, so that 
our sin would be washed away, wiped out, and we would be made white as snow in him. They had this entire scripture, an entire chapter, pointing it, pointing to Jesus. But there was misunderstanding. But now we have the opportunity to come into that revelation, to receive that understanding. Right? And now that we understand those things, does not the rest of the chapter make more sense? Why he's telling us to walk in the light? And how he's come to bring light to the world? Yes. Yes. It was already prophesied. And it's an opportunity for each of us, if you have not yet received him as Christ, as Lord and Savior, to lay hold of him, to grasp him, to put him in his rightful place in your life, that you can receive the same things. Anyone have anything else they want to share? Uh, very quickly, I wanted to go back slightly and where we, you and Mom have been talking about how Jesus was a Passover lamb. And the Lord was, showed me inside of Matthew 4, the very first verse where uh, Jesus was led out into the wilderness to be tempted by the Lord. The Lord was just showing me the significance of that by showing that I think it was Yom Kippur, there was two lambs. One was sacrificed and one had the sins laid on it and it was cast out into the wilderness. And how the Lord showed me that, first of all, this completed the atonement fully and he was also showing that Jesus did what was supposed to happen at the end, at the beginning. How you and Mommy like to say, he called the end from the beginning. He doesn't do it in the order or chronological order as we would think about it and saying, okay, Lord, this is a method you said he had to go in this method. But he said, I'm going to do this first. The sin is already completed in my books. He's just walking it out and mm -hmm. demonstrating it to the people right now. That was it. Okay. Thank you, sir. And that that is the word that the Lord declares the end from the beginning. Amen. Yes. yes. Um, we only Isaiah say it because 46. he said it. Right. So <laughs> we're not having a... Uh, our own special moment with the Lord. This is, it is written. This is Isaiah 46, 10. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And that is, holds true to everything about God. Which, again, confirms yes. the word in Isaiah in 53. Right? It was the Lord's pleasure to crush him, depending on translation. Right? Yes. But he, he is and was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Yes, amen. Before the foundation of the world. That is the connection. Remember, God is doing his plan. We see our, our part in that and the components that are moving around us that our, naturally, our natural eyes can fall upon. But he's working his plan. He had prepared Jesus as the lamb before the world was even founded. Amen. Rest in that. <laughs> and it's a lot and it's a lot and we understand that this is heavy this is weighty it matters to our lives and it's good for your soul amen so if you have questions please don't hesitate to contact us either through our website right at adayofprayer.org or as our brother dean pointed out through our our email ministry at adayofprayer.org we'd love to hear from you love to connect with you
and discuss the word together. And if you have been blessed by the word that you've heard here this morning in the discussion, we'd ask that you'd like the, the episode, that you subscribe on this platform or any number of our platforms, and that you'd share this with someone else so that they too can be blessed and grow and mature in the things of the Lord, as we all are. Amen? Amen. 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 So let's get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please. I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today. And we thank you for your goodness, Lord, and your faithfulness to us, God, that you have shown us immense grace and mercy to allow us the opportunity to come back to you, Lord, to return to our first love, God. And we just thank you for the things that you've blessed us with, Lord, the brothers and sisters that we have to walk with us, Lord, down our journey, Lord, as we pursue you, Lord, with our hearts and everything that we have, God. And we just celebrate you rising in victory, Lord, and we celebrate your victory over the enemy and your ascent into the heavenly community to sit at the right hand of God, Lord. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.